Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast and the B-Sales Executive Shows on iTunes. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 BizDev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 BizDev LLC brings a combination of sales system training, business development services, and website design to worldwide business owners of any size. Our business is people. Our product is sales performance. We tell business owners exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. The 321 team can help business owners meet or exceed their revenue expectations. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code 1-415-515-6760. We have over 111 hours and 276 episodes of business development content and interviews with business owners from around the world. Well, hello, listeners. Happy May 1st. Uh, I would say happy May Day, but some people know and most people don't that May 1st or May Day celebrates communism. And we sure don't want to celebrate communism in the U.S. and Canada because there are a lot of politicians, um, primarily Democrat, that would love to see the U.S. and Canada fall into this socialist, communist trap. So today's episode will be, we'll have about four segments. And always, thanks for listening uh, to the to the podcast episodes uh, that Three Two One BizDev uh, provides and VSales Executives. And if you ever want to contribute to our podcast, I'm on Patreon under biz321321. That's biz321321. So the first podcast is going to talk about um, when I started my company in 2014 uh, and how I saw this Democrat socialism communism thing uh, start to, to pop up. And I was telling people about this as early as like 2009 when Obama became president. And so I I was telling people about this back in 2009 because, you know, as an economics graduate, you know, I studied, you know, economics in, in college and, you know, graduated with a business degree. But what I saw when I studied economics just like 10, 15 years ago, I said to myself, man, I hope this part about socialism and communism never pops up in America. And so for for years, you know, I didn't see anything happening with the socialism and communism. And uh, being here in California, uh, I remember when I got out of the military, I, I was I was hanging out like in San Francisco and, and I would, you know, work 
in Los Angeles sometimes, um, maybe about five days out of the week. And I would meet people when I was out and about. So I would ask people I would, I would randomly come in, run into that had these small businesses. And I would say, hey man, hey lady, so what do you do? And they would tell me what their business was. And I would ask them this question. I would say, well, are you, are you able to make enough money with your business to pay your bills? And they said, yeah, you know, nine out of 10 said, yeah, they, they made enough money to pay their bills. Some people had two businesses. Some people were semi-retired, but it was all good. People were able to do what they wanted to do and, and still have a lifestyle, still pay their rent, still pay their mortgage, still have uh, a great lifestyle with their families. So it was about maybe 2007, 2008 when I saw a change here in California. And I started seeing you know, the state here began to really do some things that were socialist. And the first thing they did, now, and I'll just talk about this one thing because this one thing really caught my attention. Let me take a little sip of water. The one thing that caught my attention here in California was when the governor at that time um, signed a law that said that illegal aliens could get California driver's license, uh, driver's licenses. And I said, what the hell? You know, you give somebody a California driver's license, you know, that opens the door for all types of, uh, you know, uh, benefits that residents get. And then right after that, a major bank allowed illegal aliens to get bank accounts using either this California driver's license or some type of statement showing that they were paying like a like a utility bill or a phone bill or some type of like garbage bill. So as long as they had either the, the, the California driver's license or some type of bill they were paying, this bank allowed them to open up a checking account. So again, if you have a California driver's license or California identification card, I think it was, not so much the driver's license at first, it was a California identification card and you had a bank account from a major bank, a major national bank, you might as well call yourself a resident. And then what happened a, a few years later, some of these illegal aliens began to register to vote. So if you have a California ID that looks damn near like a California driver's license, and because of these, these lax immigration laws that California has, um, these illegal aliens were allowed to, to start voting. Now, I'm not saying that they all voted, but it must be you know, crystal clear that uh, California you know, voting is not uh, based on the California resident. All these different propositions that pass, there, there can't be that many stupid people in California. So it must be uh, the illegal aliens and the socialist-minded people and the uh, mainly the state workers who vote for benefits and, and compensation and, and tax 
free, free money because it serves their best interests. So with all that said, I was telling lots of people about this wave of socialism that I saw coming in California and people laughed at me. So when I started my uh, business in, in 2014, I would tell people about what capitalism was. So I have a module that lasts about 25 to 30 minutes. That's a three, two, one uh, sales system module that just talks about capitalism. And when I started telling people what capitalism was, I noticed that there were a lot of business owners that two, two things, they didn't know what capitalism was. And the second thing, some hated capitalism. I kid you not. How could you have a business owner? I can see the business owner not fully understanding what capitalism is, but to say verbatim out of their own mouths that they hated capitalism. I was like, what in the hell is going on? So I would, I would, that shocked me when I started doing this training and I started talking about capitalism uh, as, as a training module. And pretty much what I said about capitalism was capitalism is the profit business owners receive by moving products, goods, and services from them, the business owner, to the consumer. So you sell something where the, let's say the wholesale price is, let's say $100, and you know you sell it for, 30, for $130, and the consumer buys it for $130. So you put $30 of profit in your pocket. Okay, so the same things can be true for legal services, uh, accounting services, dental services, plastic surgery services, insurance services, and real estate services. Now, those industries, you know, they don't have a, um, a specific profit margin that a lot of business owners, you know, add. But business owners sell things so they, so they can make a profit. Real estate agents sell homes because the commission is worth it. So do we, you know, financial services specialists. So do um, plastic surgeons. You know, it may cost a plastic surgeon uh, the, the cost of doing business. Maybe it's eight thousand dollars when it's all said and done. So the the plastic surgeon may add another four thousand dollars in profit. You know, to that price. Same thing for the dentist. The dentist does not work for free. The CPA does not work for free. And the attorneys do not work for free. So all of the, you know, most businesses have a profit margin. But again, these people in the class <clears throat> that I that I taught, the 321 sales system class, I would say 60% of the students, and these are business owners, these are not you know, 12 year olds or 16 year olds or even 20 year old people. These people are in their 30s, their 40s and their 50s. And they didn't know what capitalism was. And 60% did not like capitalism. So that, that should tell you something that a lot of business owners may not really want to grow their businesses because psychologically they may say, you know what? I am making a profit. I am making a profit. This um, end result called profit is something 
some business owners don't like. And I've met them. I have met business owners who have told me that they don't like capitalism. And so I would say, well, why in the hell do you have a business? Why in the hell do you want to make $10,000 selling a house? And I think what it boils down to, if they don't have to work for it, like work for the money, um, it's okay if they make money. So let me dive into this part, uh, you know, pretty deep here. If your phones ring and you don't have to work for the for the for the new clients, and your phone just rings, then it's likely that you don't see yourself participating in capitalism. You see yourself as a technician providing a service, and there just so happens to be some money that you make. So, so you see what I'm saying, listeners? There's a lot of business owners who may not have to put in the effort to get the clients. But if they can get a client without putting that effort in, the money that they make, they don't see that as capitalistic. They see that as them just providing the service. Someone called them. They happen to be an attorney. They happen to be a CPA or a dentist. You know, the dentist provided maybe some Invisalign services to someone who called in, who came in on their own for that Invisalign service. So to, so the dentist happened to make three or $4,000 profit. So the business owner doesn't see that as being capitalistic. The same thing can be said for the insurance agent. Someone calls the insurance agent, they find the agent online. Or let's say the agent does not want to reach out to people in a proactive way, meaning picking up the phone or prospecting someone face to face. So that small business owner, that insurance agent sends out mailers and the insurance agent says, well, I did my job. Let me take a little sip of water. So the business owner says, well, I did my job. I don't have to worry about anything. I, I mailed out these 400 postcards. And if someone calls, that ins insurance agent sees themselves, well, somebody called me. So I'm just going to provide this service and I'm going to make maybe $1,200 on this sale because someone called me. Now, let's change up the situation. Let's change the situation to the, the white collar small business owner actually functioning in a proactive mode. Well, that business owner has to pick up the phone, call people. That business owner has to prospect in public. It's those business owners which represent, based on my data, 10% of small business owners. So these business owners understand what capitalism is because they actively participated in finding clients on their own. And I'm telling you, listeners, that is the big difference that I've seen as a consulting firm, uh, a sales system training company that offers business development services. I've seen this, this, this boundary where you have 60% of white collar small business owners. And let me repeat, attorneys, CPAs, 
dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers that do not believe in capitalism. In fact, they may not, like I said, they don't know what capitalism is. They just think they are, they are a real estate broker. They just think that they are a CPA. And what do they do? You know, after five, when their business shuts down, they support uh, politicians who are socialists because they feel they feel good about the socialist movement. But they don't understand that these socialists are killing their businesses. So then you have the other people, the 10 percent who are um, proactive in growing their business. Now, those people know what capitalism is because they actively participate. Now, if it sounds like I'm repeating myself, I'm doing it on purpose. I am repeating myself. I'm saying what I'm saying about socialism and capitalism. I'm saying it in multiple ways because I don't want to miss uh, reaching out to people. What I've learned that what I learned is if you say something just one way, as the speaker, you may understand it, but the receiver may miss it. So what I've what I've learned over the last six years is to say things or say the same thing in different ways so that I can try to not miss somebody. So again, the white collar small business owner that sets goals that set and that white collar business owner, he or she says, I need to meet 20 new people this week. And out of those 20 new people, I may end up with two new clients this week. So for the month, I need to meet 80 to 100 people. And out of those 80 to 100 people, I may end up with five, six, seven clients. And each client may generate a, a profit for that small business owner of like $1,000 to $2,000. Because the business owner knows what he or she needs to make. See, that's the capitalistic mindset. The socialist white collar small business owner, he or she may make enough money, but if they don't make enough money, they're not going to blame themselves. They're just going to say, oh, it, it just didn't work out this week. Or, you know, I have to lay off some people because, you know, the economy is not working in my favor or there's something else causing me not to make enough money. Maybe I need to spend more money on some marketing. Maybe I need to uh, train my, my, my staff on how to be better employees. No, that's not it. What has to happen, the white collar small business owner that has this socialist mindset needs to cross over and have a capitalist mindset. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So I just wanted to do this short podcast episode to, to talk about you know, what I was saying back in 2014 and what I saw as early as 2009 under the Obama administration has come to a reality today, uh, especially with this COVID-19 thing and a lot of these socialist communist governors like the governor out there in Michigan, uh, of course, you're the governor here in California and some of the ones in Washington and Oregon, 
they're all starting to adopt this socialist, communist style of, of, of economics and government. If you are a white collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you're going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code one 415-515-6760 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321BizDev.com slash services to complete a questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day. Make America Great Again, and please vote for Donald J. Trump as president in November 2020.